Hello and welcome to Phoenix Foundation, an episode-by-episode podcast review of CBS's action-adventure series MacGyver. I'm Patrick O'Reilly. And I'm Richard Wells. And today we'll be tackling Reboot Season 2, Episode 6, Jet Engine and Pickup Truck. The original air date for this episode was November 3rd, 2017. You should have been watching Thor if you watched this. Because Thor's great. It's really, really great. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So go check that out. Um, this was directed by Stephen Herrick, who we've had do a bunch of stuff, including previous incarnations of a MacGyver series, The Young MacGyver Show. And um, Bill and Ted's Bill and Ted Adventure. Critters, I think. Um, and it was written by Andrew Carlsruher, who I think has written an episode before. Yeah, he also uh, does a CSI Cyber. Right. Um, why don't we describe this episode in brief? Well, uh, this episode, we got another kind of like kind of a spiritual it's a, remake. Yeah, it's it's kind of a reboot of a, of a couple episodes in different places. Um, but uh, in this episode, they are sent in to uh, stop an oil fire. To right. put it on an oil fire, basically. They're going to blow it up. Right. Which uh, is the premise of season one, episode eight, Hellfire. Mm-hmm. Um, although uh, that wasn't on fire when they started. Right. It became on fire. This is already lit. Yes. Um, and uh, much like the the film Sorcerer, you know, like they have to like, which bring in the turn is based on wages of fear. Yeah. Uh, they have to bring the explosives to the site. Right. So they don't waste any time though, either. Um, but, Oh, we, we should probably talk about the opening gamut first. Right. Um, the opening gamut is, uh, they're in Finland Yes. and they're wearing what I'm going to say is traditional Finnish garb. <laughs> um, I don't know how yeah. Finnish it is. Um, but uh, they are literally running from guys with guns, and they the the location just says a stranger's house. Yeah. And they lock themselves up in the attic. Which uh, reminded me of the end of uh, the Prodigal. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. It what looks this like is. that attic. Um, I was uh, translating some of the boxes that are packed up in the room. One just <laughs> yeah. says textbooks. Uh, so <laughs> nothing. I thought there would be some joke like like underwear or yeah. or some something more. Uh, sensor specific like that they would <laughs> they could sneak past the sensors because like no one's actually going to look it up but no no just textbooks uh so they're up in the attic and there's no way out uh i don't know what they expected by going into an attic that they thought there would be an escape route yeah um in all the horror movies that's the best way out that's of the, the best building. way out straight up or into the basement again why don't you just climb right into that cistern <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> perfect uh, so MacGyver, while searching the attic, finds some components to build something to make their getaway, which is a computer with a CD-ROM laser that he removes and attaches to a flashlight. Which is something akin to the laser from uh, a kid in King Arthur's Court. Yeah, but he actually just used the laser from the CD player. <laughs> yeah, he just shines it at a wall and somehow it slices yeah. a hole in the roof. Um, he... You know they do they do try to explain that he he's removed the resistors and hooked it up to a more powerful source. Now I have seen people take Blu-ray lasers and um, amp up the power, and they're able to like pop balloons and right. melt CD cases, but not and stuff pop them. houses. Yeah, the, the, he is cutting through a house. Now I'm not saying this can't be done. I'm just saying it can't be done in the amount of time that they required. And even with the power sources that they're talking yeah, about, yeah, they, he would have depleted those batteries. Yeah. Long before he was probably even m- m- penetrated. Yeah. It would have just scorched it. 
Because uh, this best. house, unless this house is made of balloons. Yeah. <laughs> this house is made of chocolate. <laughs> Just slowly <laughs> melted a hole in it. <laughs> we'll just eat our way out. We'll eat uh, our way out of here, Wang. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I love that movie. Uh, so yeah, they cut a hole in the roof, and the bad guys get into the room, and apparently they left no one outside, uh, because once they break into the room and find the hole cut, um, because even, okay, but here's the problem, you're, they're on the, what would be considered the third story, because it's a two-story house, and now they're on the roof, yeah. so now they're on the roof, so they're three stories high, just jump down, just jump down, I guess, yeah, this laser will slow our descent, (laughs) that's not how lasers work, They're just pointing it down, slowly (laughs) drifting to the floor. It's like The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson and the other guys. (laughs) We'll aim for the bushes. (laughs) You gotta creep. Creep. Do the creep. So from here we go to uh, MacGyver hanging out with Annabelle, who is his uh, old bomb-defusing mentor's daughter. Who Who he helped... uh, to kill her father. Yeah. By not defusing a bomb properly. Yeah. And this guy took the blast. Uh, but it seems like it's totally pointless to have her in this episode. Yeah, I thought there would, there would be more more to it than just having her be a button. Yeah, I thought that because we were already past the cold open that the whole plot was going to revolve around her yeah, and her mother somehow. Well, because they had a previously on MacGyver at the start. Yeah. And it shows him with her. It's like, oh, okay, she's going to get kidnapped. Yeah, or, she's going to, the plot is going to revolve around this character. In or some like way. the mentor's not really dead. It's it, like, no, this is just another cold open. Yeah. In it's a, a row. It's, so it's the second cold open. Uh, I did like that MacGyver built a Lego Swiss Army knife yeah. with her. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but then he gets a call from Maddie, which is how these always go. I'd like them. These. And by these, you mean. All MacGyver all episodes. All MacGyver episodes. They're always somewhere, and they get a call from Maddie to come in. Yep. Uh, and this is where she reveals that there is an oil well in Nigeria that was... I feel like Clippy must show up. It's like, it looks like you're writing another MacGyver episode. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to use the wizard? <laughs> Here's where Maddie should call. Yeah. Uh, Jack says something cowboyish. Uh... Uh, so they they're off to Nigeria, where a oil well was set ablaze by a local group of militants called the Demisa. Uh, they are looking to basically choke the economy by stopping the oil shipments out. Um, plus, it's like a matter of like national pride that all this oil is. What if it's just like that's what the village calls Greenpeace? Oh and yeah. These, these people have been making so much money off of this oil, Derek, and they're like, oh well, that's bad for the planet so let's set it on fire that doesn't help much either yeah, yeah that's, that's a really <laughs> terrible idea it's almost worse but it's also setting the village on fire yeah um i guess like debris is raining down or the underground wells are like leaking up flame spurts yeah um, i'm not quite sure what's happening here yeah it kind of feels like the oil being on fire led to a whole like um mm-hmm. centralia situation yeah i was thinking like uh, nothing but trouble uh... yeah exactly uh, so the team makes their way in, and they're literally just carrying a bomb with them that, that they're going to use to... Yeah, which in Wages of Fear and I think Sorcerer, it's nitroglycerin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this, this though, they make a point of saying that the uh, explosive is inert right. um, and won't blow up until it uh, gets to the... Until they trigger it to the And again, fire. in the MacGyver episode, Hellfire, 
they are using nitroglycerin that they drained out of sticks of dynamite from mm-hmm. an old powder powder shack. Yeah. Right. The, 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 in, in the MacGyver episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, they well they they just want the dynamite, but it, the dynamite's all sweating. Um, so they weren't trying oh, to collect okay. the nitro. They did they did want the dynamite, but the dynamite. All the nitro in the dynamite had collected. It was leaking out of it, yeah. I mean, because essentially a stick of dynamite is just nitroglycerin yeah. soaked in, like uh, sawdust. sawdust yeah. yeah, it's just sawdust, and then the the, the initial explosion is just a, a small cap, like a cap right. gun cap. Yeah. Um, I mean, more more powerful than that, but I mean, we kind of went into the explanation in the Hellfire episode, but yeah. Um, and and uh, Jack even says something about. Like the old John Wayne movie, mm-hmm. the Hellfighters or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and then he mentions uh, Red Adair, the the famous uh, actual famous like firefighter who oh, okay. would fight these oil rig fires. But I guess that was also served as some sort of an inspiration for the original MacGyver episode, hence mm-hmm. the name of the episode. Uh, so, uh, but at the moment they reach the edge of the fire zone, uh, they are immediately captured, and we think that it's by the Demisa, but it's actually by the local village. Uh, who have been basically trying to fight the fires and refuse to leave. Right. Uh, the, the, the leader of Much the village... Much like the Centralia residents who refuse to leave Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is their home. They don't want to leave. Uh, so in order to prove that they are actually there to help, MacGyver teaches them how to stop uh, small up upstart fires with uh, sonic waves. Right. Uh, so by just shouting at them. Go away! <laughs> googly, googly, go away. <laughs> That's from The, the Fall. fall. Yeah. <laughs> it's an obscure reference. <laughs> but I got it, because uh, we, we were on a similar wavelength. You and I. Uh, so when Maddie calls to check in, uh, when they inform them that they're in a village of locals, Maddie just says, well, get them out. And don't go there because it's too dangerous. And they certainly get Riley and Bozer out of there because they're practically civilians. Yeah. I forget why we sent them in the first place. Because yeah. Bozer knows how to fly a drone. Yeah. They'll wise up next week and remember that there's no reason for Bozer to be in the field. <laughs> uh, so she orders Riley and Bozer to pull out, but they decide to stay. And meanwhile... Uh, Jack and Mac are going to head out to the fire while Riley and Bozer launch a drone to kind of assist with uh, aerial recon of the area. But they find out that the landing strip nearby has been taken over by the actual group of rebels, the Visa, and they needed a plane to fly over the oil well to drop the bomb. Uh, That was part of the plan, was just to requisition a plane. Right. Where I thought they were going to go with this was I thought they were just going to load it on the drone, even though I know the drone couldn't carry that weight. But I thought they if, don't care. If a CD player can cut a hole in a roof, yeah, exactly. Then they're not. A drone care. could lift this whole village to a safer place. This is gonna be like Age of Ultron. We're just yeah, exactly. Attach, attach the drone just to the ground. Just drop it from really high up and kill the whole terrorist group. Crush that fire. <laughs> uh, so the they're trying to come up with a plan to retake the airstrip so they can uh, secure the planes, but it's gonna be risky. But it doesn't matter because the they start blowing up all the planes. Yep. They, they, they go, and so now they need to come up with a new idea. Uh, MacGyver rigs up a gun to be a classic MacGyver gun distraction. Yeah. Uh, he, I think he uses like a water timer for this one. Yes. Punctures a hole in a water bag. Uh, it, this is all just Mac, Jack, and Gage. Gage. I keep saying Gage. Cage. <laughs> 
I don't know why I always go to Gage first. I don't either. Because you're a Phineas fan. Phineas fan of Phineas Gage. Look him up. He got a hole in his head. Uh, and he was a jerk. Yeah, what a jerk. <laughs> you survived? <laughs> Typical. Classic Gage. Uh, so when the uh, gun distraction goes off, the Demisa are pulled away. And this is where MacGyver's plan involves seatbelts. So Jack has to go around and collect all the seatbelts from the wrecked planes. And also loading up a jet engine, which apparently is at this airfield. And was somehow not destroyed in any of these It was not blasts. destroyed. Just a random jet engine at this airfield that has only prop planes. Why there's a jet engine there? For plot purposes. And presumably they need lots and lots of jet fuel, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of jet fuel. Yeah. No. Nope. Not a, not a drop? Not a drop that's, of jet fuel. That's weird. You can just make your own. <laughs> Uh, so they strap the engine to the truck, uh, but the problem is that they have, uh, an unbalanced load. So Jack is having a, a hard time, uh, keeping things moving. Uh, they do end up, uh, using the seatbelt to strap the engine down. Uh, meanwhile, Bozer is talking to the leader of the village, Solomon, about his family. And apparently now they're working in a subplot of the... Uh, Solomon's daughter has been kidnapped by the local freedom fighters, right? And basically indoctrinated into their, uh, you know, little kids killing people, like yeah, beast of no nation kind of stuff going on. Uh, so, uh, meanwhile, uh, Cage is talking to Mac about the quest for the watch and his father. It's like they stuff they that ha- doesn't matter. Basically, they have to keep reminding us every single episode that MacGyver. MacGyver. That's his name. That MacGyver is looking for his father, and he has a watch, and that's all that he has. Right. Every episode, that's at least a subject of conversation. Yep. And so this was the moment of the episode that they picked for that. Uh, meanwhile, uh, they are now on their way to. Uh, wait, the well explodes. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm going to write it on my notes. Uh, while they're on their way, uh, they start to hear like a an intense sound uh, because the well is starting to, I guess, overload. <laughs> I, yeah. It, it, it's reading some kind of a flashpoint where it's gonna the whole thing's gonna blow, and they basically are saying that it's gonna basically destroy the whole country. Yeah. That that seems to be what they're saying. Uh, but that's not really how this would work, unless there's a lot more oxygen underground somehow. Yeah. Uh, they apparently have 30 minutes before the entire well goes up. Uh, meanwhile, the rebels have now uh, caught up with MacGyver, Jack, and Cage. Yeah. So uh, we have like a one shot at Phoenix of Jill uh, telling Maddie that the oil company is trying to relieve the pressure on the well remotely. Uh, Presumably it, by hacking the Bluetooth. Yeah, they're hacking the Bluetooth. That'll be later. <laughs> <laughs> Because ambulances are Bluetooth controlled. Sorry, we're getting just, ahead just of ourselves. For, for the listeners' benefit, we should explain that uh, we've we've been super busy lately, and we're we've we're like three weeks behind on this show. So mm-hmm. if you're listening to this somewhere down the line, and you're wondering how we knew what would happen in the next episode. Yeah, it's because this one actually came out after <laughs> we recorded this after two more episodes have aired. Yeah, we're trying to catch up as quick as we can. So MacGyver rigs up the jet engine uh, to actually start to run because the jet fuel that they they stole from the airfield 
they run it through the uh, the jet engine, and of course, when they launch the start up the engine, it creates a massive amount of blowback, and it tears the truck apart and just blasts yeah. off into the horizon. No, I watched the Rocketeer. I know how this works. Because <laughs> um, because you know in the Rocketeer he he pushes the truck, even though if he engaged the rocket, his arms aren't stronger than the rocket. So it would have just crushed him against yeah. the back windshield of <laughs> just the truck. pins him against it. <laughs> but that doesn't happen. And that doesn't happen with his jet engine either. Um, but the blowback is enough to knock the enemy trucks off the road. Right. And also drive the truck up to 100 miles an hour. But a jet engine that's capable of lifting a plane off of the ground isn't able to lift this truck off the ground. Correct. Uh, it wasn't any wings. half-ton truck. Well, yeah, it doesn't have It any... would still push it forward. It's on wheels. Yeah, but it would have to tilt up. To have thrust to go up. Trust me, I'm an engineer. I play lots of Kerbal Space Program. This isn't space. Uh, but in the attack, uh, while the uh, Rebel uh, Freedom Fighters, the, the Misa, were shooting at the pursuit vehicle, they hit one of the fuel lines, and apparently now they have completely lost all of their jet fuel. Yeah. So, at the village, they decide to use all the uh, oil well springs that are coming up to refine their own crude yep. into gasoline. Um, I didn't know it was that easy. You just, you just boil it. Turns out. Turns out all these big refineries that Exxon has are just a... Uh, big waste of time. Just boil it, guys. Just boil it. Get it onto a kitchen stove and... What they need is a MacGyver. Well... Obviously, this isn't a uh, refined, purified, high-octane fuel. This is just a crude oil-gasoline mix. It's very crude. It's very crude. Uh, up on the ground came a bubbling crude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what Jack tells MacGyver that they're going to find his dad. I guess that's a note that I wrote. Oh, yeah, they had like a little heart-to-heart. Because, again, they're talking about the damn watch. I know. MacGyver's looking for his dad. Yeah, they're, the well's about to explode, and they're like, look, we got to talk about your watch again. Clippy says, <laughs> Clippy says we got to talk about the watch again. Ugh. It's been so many minutes. So they start to hear the oil well building up for another explosion. So they have to drive the truck out there, build some shielding. They take all the uh, metal roofs off the shacks of the village. So now the village basically has to be abandoned at this yeah. point. Because uh, what, what do they call that kind of metal that's like that wavy metal? Like uh, corrugated? Yeah, corrugated metal, yeah. metal roofs. Uh, they build a armor for the truck that they're going to have to drive in. Which is what we do in Hellfire. Yeah. They, they wrap a truck in all this metal so that they can sort of use a fishing line to drop dynamite directly into the hole. Right. Uh, but as they get close to the fire, they have to actually wait for the truck tires to melt so that when the engine goes off, it doesn't roll the truck away. Uh, MacGyver and Jack use space blankets, which I thought was interesting, uh, to, uh, cause you know, space, they yeah. know, space blankets. So the final people, frontier. Yeah. People don't know what space blankets is. It's, it's, it's a concept of a reflective heat. Uh, it's black on one side and silver on the other side. Yeah. So the, the silver reflects the high intensity heat, uh, away. Uh, good thermoses are often, uh, reflectively, you know interiors yeah so the, the, anyway uh 
just, just teaching people some science. Uh, I'm not stopping you. They, uh, but they, they go to take cover, and they don't go very far to take cover. But I guess at this point, if they does, if it fails, there's really no, they don't have yeah, because the whole to country's gonna blow up. Yeah, so they don't really have time to go anywhere anyway. <laughs> Uh, they start up the engine, and just before the engine runs out of fuel, it blows out the well. I don't know if I explained this, but they're using the jet engine to blow the well out like a birthday yeah. cake. Uh, why didn't they just set off the explosion of the fuel? Why didn't they just wish it out? <laughs> I guess you have to blow it out still to make yeah. for the wish to come true. Uh, so the well goes That'd out. That'd be a lame birthday wish. I hope this candle goes out. <sighs> oh, I did it! <laughs> I use my only wish. <laughs> I uh, wish my dad couldn't tell a lie. He couldn't, though. The whole movie. Yeah. That happens. People don't think that's real, but it is. Uh, Maddie calls to check in, and apparently the rebels are on the run from something. I guess the government is actually deciding to take action. And... Good thing the oil company came in and they've capped the well. Good thing that American oil companies are coming in there Yay. to save the day and protect those people. Um, we have because a, they care about the people. They that's don't, right. They're not worried about the, yeah. the well or the oil or anything. No, uh, yeah. There's one thing America cares about. It's people over oil. <laughs> we get a nice little, uh, a little uh, clip of since the rebels are on the run, they've managed to free many of the children who aren't scarred or traumatized in no, any way. Yeah. They can just go right back to living their normal They're lives. just wandering dazed out of the Temple of Doom, <laughs> back into the loving arms of their families. Yeah. Uh, you know, they haven't been drugged. No, or, not at all. Or indoctrinated and have some kind of new mantra, have resentment. Yeah, you know, all these families are going to get murdered in the next yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. But Solomon is reunited with his daughter. Um, I still don't think that they can live in that village because all that... that oil smoke and ash you can't live there because sure it, you can it, it, i mean we complain about like the aliso canyon like just natural gas smell and you're now you're talking about actual like carcinogens in yeah. the air that you're breathing enough in oil daily. to blow up your country if anyone decides to toss a cigarette in the wrong place yeah so we get one more button after that little button right. of, the, of the daughter of MacGyver and Annabelle, and MacGyver is basically giving her top secret information. Yeah, because he's trying to like impress her with with the story to tell a kid. Uh, but instead of embellishing it or coming up with a lie, he decides to tell her the truth because MacGyver doesn't lie. Right. Uh, he also gets her a toy car that he already built, so that took all the fun out of that for her. <laughs> Plus, she's doesn't look like the type who wants a car yeah but uh there's nothing else about this little girl that comes into play for no, this episode no reason to, to introduce reintroduce this character for this episode i mean i guess because solomon's daughter was lost i guess but she was never lost so it's yeah. not even there's no comparison there's no there's no correlation uh like she lost her father she got her father back it doesn't really if they both got their father back, then I would say, oh. Yeah. You know, then it's okay. Her dad just wanders back. Yeah. Like, just a zombie. He's, like, missing limbs. And... Yeah. Oh, he's he's alive. Daddy's home. Go inside, Annabelle. I'll take care of Daddy. This is a weird little segue. Did you ever watch the Newsles? You mean the Newsies. Yes, I did. <laughs> it's a wonderful musical. 
Christian uh, Bale. There was this uh, anime that was played on Nick Jr. about these koala bears from another dimension. And when you <laughs> called rub- the noozles, the noozles, yeah. When you when you rubbed your nose against their nose, these stuffed animal koalas would come to life. That sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, there's a really dark aspect to that story in which the main character girl, her father is a prisoner in the koala bear dimension, and they never. They barely touch on it. Yeah. And she just is always wondering what happened to her father. Um, but he's actually in jail. Yeah, he's like in prison in their dimension. Now, he does eventually do eventually like have a storyline with Aiko and they free him. But I, for some reason, I was thinking about that. That reminds me of Bravest Warriors. <laughs> yeah. The, oh, yeah. With the the their the parents are trapped zone. in the other dimension. Um, I don't know why that made me think about this, but it did. Yeah. And the Noozles were was a weird show. Well, there's that weird part towards the end of the episode where um, he picks the girl up and he rubs noses with her. Yeah. And then she turns into a toy koala. <laughs> so maybe that's what reminded you. But, uh, yeah. For those of you who didn't see the episode, yes, that does that actually happen. That does actually happen. happen. Yeah, that's why I referenced the Noozles. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Jr., everybody. Um, I was too old to be watching <laughs> <laughs> yep, we all were. <laughs> but I don't have any regrets. <laughs> um, Aside from watching this episode of MacGyver. Yeah, this episode... Okay, so the, the, the firefighting stuff is okay. It's honestly not a bad episode. They, they but it's in, not a good episode, so it's not even fun to review. It's like, the threat of the fire is enough. Why we had to throw in... Oh, there's rebels, and it's like, oh, and this guy's daughter was kidnapped. Oh, and there's a local village we have to save. Oh, and and my mentor's daughter needs needs a father figure. Oh, and my dad is still out there somewhere. Oh uh, yeah, my dad is still out there somewhere. Uh, Bozer and Riley shouldn't be here, and we're gonna yell at them for being there. Oh yeah, there was like some kind of threat about disciplinary action on them too. Yeah. For for not cooperating, there was an oversight committee who was gonna like yeah examine their their. It's like yeah, guess what? That doesn't ever come back into discussion. Yeah. <laughs> You threaten us with that every week. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, they should have just stuck with the firefighting stuff. I would have been fine with that as just like a, okay, they go and they like stop a fire. It's almost like the way that they did the original episode. Yeah. They should have done that. Do it, yeah. Just do it again. How about just MacGyver versus nature for once? Yeah. Or nature versus nurture. <laughs> yeah. Have a whole episode where he's trying to raise a child. <laughs> But then he's not trying to raise the clone of that child. I guess twins would make more sense than clones. <laughs> Just current technology-wise. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's it's an okay episode. It's, it gets a pass. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's not bad enough for it to be fun to make fun of. Yeah. So it's just... It's it just, just an, a line. It's acceptable. Um, but, yeah, I think that's about it for this one. Yeah. Um, if you guys have any thoughts on this episode that you would like to share with us, I will be shocked. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Opening Gambit, Facebook.com slash Phoenix Foundation Podcast, or our website, PhoenixFoundationPodcast.com. And if you're digging the show, feel free to review us on iTunes. Tune in next week. We're going to be covering Reboot Season 2, Episode 7, Duct Tape and Jack. Duct Tape and Jack. So stay tuned for that one. And thank you for listening. Thank you.